So Brent, correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually played like guest performer in the band Wicked Liz and the Belly Swirls, right? I did. When I was 18 years old, I played keyboards for them. Holy crap, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like how long? Uh, for a summer, and then every once in a while, I'd come back uh, from college and drink some beers and play some music. That's awesome. Yeah. You're like the John Stamos I of am. Wicked Liz. <laughs> I totally am the John Stamos. Because Wicked Liz and the Belly Swirls are an extremely popular band in the Quad Cities. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they tour. I know they've played Summerfest in Milwaukee. I know they, they travel pretty much all over playing gigs. And uh, they're a staple of every St. Patrick's Day at a bar called Kelly's. Yeah. And if you have not seen them live yet, the hell are you waiting for? They are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch live, too. Mm. They put on a show. Mm. And you are friendly listeners. You actually hear them every time you start up a Weisenheimer podcast because they are our music. Yeah, they're the official band of Weisenheimer the Podcast, and we cannot thank them enough for being so. So we encourage you to go check them out. You can go to their website at wicked-liz.com. You can go on cdbaby.com and iTunes and find and download all of their music. They've got two or three albums out already, and they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're really, really good time. It's really fun, and if you ever think to yourself, I'd like to hear some new tunes, give Wicked Liz and the Belly Swirls a try. Welcome to Weisenheimer, the podcast. I am an isosceles triangle of host Jeff DeLeon. I am your trapezoid of a human, Brent Tubbs. And I'm Square Leslie. <laughs> That's what we used to call her. Square Leslie. Back She's at so the sock hop. Look at Square Leslie over there dancing in the corner. <laughs> she doesn't like the new rock and roll. She'd probably make out with one of the teachers or the janitor. I got a square peg, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to another uh, live episode of our podcast. Yes, live. This was recorded live at the establishment. But um, something that has become kind of a tradition, Leslie, is... Uh, Brent late ditching us all the time? Brent, Brent wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Again. I, yeah I wasn't. Yeah. Somebody had to go get married. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. Jeez. And he had to make a party out of it. Right? I and can't. invited us and all friends. I, by the way, Brent, thank you for those four free glasses of Chardonnay. Mm. I can't apologize enough. Um, and your meatballs tasted great in my mouth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are just for you guys mm-hmm. to enjoy. So while Brent was off having a one-day honeymoon with his entire family, <laughs> extended family too, uh, we did our little show at Weisenheimer, and we were joined by the awesome, funny, incredibly talented woman by the name of Tori House. And yeah, uh, she's awesome. She is incredibly awesome. She's a cast member of Comedy Sports Quad Cities. She has trained at Improv Olymp- I.O. Theater, mm, yep. formerly Improv Olympic in Chicago. Yes. Uh, she also has her very it. own show, Victoria's Secret Show, which is uh, live streams on Facebook. Uh, I know the last one she did from her own place. I think the next one she might actually have a venue for. I don't know. <laughs> but we'll find out. So check that out, uh, title9comedy.com. Uh, but she joined us on stage, and it was great, and I had a lot of fun performing with her. 
Uh, me too. And she's super tall. Taller than me? Oh my God, Brent. You, she's, she's like, she's two Brents tall. She's she's at least two Brents tall. Yeah. She's taller than me. She's two Leslie's tall. And I'm two Brents tall. That's right. At least. <laughs> you're so Lord of the Rings right now. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, with any Look live... Look the Bible. It's not, it's not a cubit. It's a Brent. With any live episode, there might be pauses where you hear laughs. And uh, it's probably because something physical happened on stage. Trust us. It wasn't us. Brent this time. And it wasn't Brent this time. Maybe it was. That's Just true. Just saying. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe the audience. Maybe I'll leave in all the stuff we said about you in the beginning of it, too. <laughs> so joining us in this live episode is, or shall we say, instead of joining us, gunning for Brent's job. That's fair. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Miss Tori House. Good to know. So there you go. Uh, my name is Leslie, and that is Jeff. And uh, Weisheimer's been operating for the last five years, and there's usually a little guy. Right here. Uh, yeah. Where's hey, Brent, where is he? Well, Brent went and got his ass married yesterday. Yes. Right? Fuck him. <laughs> well, I technically, mean, somebody probably is. Selfish right much, you know? So. Uh, so as our wedding gift to him, we gave him tonight off. Yes. Yeah. And he got us nothing in return, so fuck him, again. I drank a lot at his wedding. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I walked away from the tip jar. I'm like, no, that's not happening. Um, but we, just like when you turn in an old car that's used and rusty and tons of miles, you get a sleeker, a sexier, a prettier car. And we did that in the form of our third improviser, guest star, Miss Tori House. Come on up, Tori! that you returned, but you never told the person who gave it to you. What was the, the dumb gift you got? Bread machine. A bread machine? <laughs> All right, so to recap. Uh, pumpkin head, art club. And bread making machine. Making. Awesome. You're not working. No. Are you on strike? Just bored. Aw, not again. Oh, I'm sick of doing that. I mean, to be honest with you, my fucking computer's not even plugged in. What? <laughs> I mean, it is now, it's gonna boom, but it's Windows, so it's gonna take fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> You're bored all the time. I hate this job. I know, I'm sorry. I hate this job. Coming up with new movie ideas. You got nothing, brains empty, no ideas. I'm tapped, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking tapped. I mean. None. None. No new movies. Nothing. It's not movie, it's fucking TV. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, yeah. The OA, 
that's where people are watching. Movies are a dying breed. If it doesn't have Marvel, Marvel or Potter in the title, no one fucking cares. Did no you say Marvel? Marvel. You pew, pew, pew. Oh, Marvel. Superhero movies. Sorry, I thought you said Marvel. No. It made me think of marmalade. So, like, I haven't had marmalade in a long time. It wouldn't that be delicious? But you said marmalade. Mm. You got a thing for marmalade? I guess. Shit. I haven't had that in a long time. Like my grandma's house. I'm like, who puts oranges in jelly? <laughs> and not even the good orange parts, the, like the rinds and stuff. Sounds like a British rom com. Shit, am I hungry? <laughs> Wait. A Marmalade starring Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley. He, he, he spreads marmalade on a bagel, or biscuit as they call it. And he swipes too far, and a little bit of marmalade lips gently off the knife and flip flop, flip flops, and smacks right into Elizabeth Hurley's cleavage. <laughs> the camera pans over and it pans back to. Oh. Your marmalade does seem to be upon my bosom. Oh. <laughs> I apologize. This is rather embarrassing uh, for me. I I'm dreadfully sorry. It seems my, my, my marmalade has, has violated your, uh, your your chesticle region. Okay, I believe my chesticle region has violated your marmalade. It is entirely my fault. You said chesticle region. Yeah. Like a testicle region, but chesticles. Chesticles. Yeah. I want to get that to catch on. Chesticles. <laughs> There's two of them. They yeah. Look- yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking popsicle. And how a popsicle would be really good right now. You could call his Drip. dick a popsicle. Harley <laughs> <laughs> drips on her chesticles. And his is, popsicle is a dick. starts to melt. <laughs> in her mouth, not in her hand. Oh my, is your genitalia beginning to melt? Oh, look at that. Uh, yes, uh, apparently I have quite the wet spot in my trousers. Well, that, is, that is very alarming. I, I say, uh, this may be awfully forward of me, but would, 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 would you uh, maybe like to um, put my popsicle in your mouth? If you believe that that would make it better. Oh, I, mean, I think it would be definitely yes. uh, wonderful. Yeah, me... I just, uh, all right. Let me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's tricky. Yeah, because if she takes it all off and there's just a stick left, it'll be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 He's got two popsicles and she can break them in two. <laughs> Think about it. You she want can, that? Well, she can use one as a dildo when he's not there, and then he's got one still attached. Ah, 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 ah. Three popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> you are really hungry. I will cherish this popsicle while you are away from me, my love. I must say, I, I, I didn't realize it would bleed so much. <laughs> at, at least you have a mysterious third popsicle. I, I've not seen popsicles sold in threes, by it. I haven't either. <laughs> must be a British thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, like tea. Okay, so that was a terrible yeah, it didn't work. meeting. Yeah. And we're fired. Yeah, we could always go right for the Big Bang Theory. What do you mean? Oh, they'll take anybody. To write? Have you seen the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, I liked it. You liked it? Well, I haven't seen it in a while. Who the fuck are you? What do you mean? I like it. What's wrong with the Big Bang Theory? The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, the nerds and the stuff. Yeah, like the overly drawn out trope of the nerd and the hot girl that we saw in the fucking 1980s. Why do we need to get jobs? Why don't we write our own stuff? Why don't we make our own film company? And call it what? 
marmalade <laughs> productions. Triple popsicle. Triple popsicle. We could make the movie. Think about it, Jeff. We could make the movies that other people don't want to make. <laughs> don't want to see. That's a but really there's somewhere, weird business. Somewhere out there, there is a British faction that want to see. So you want Chesticles. us to produce and make movies that no one wants to see? No, it's fair. We get that all the time. We get that all the time. You want a popsicle? Yeah, that'd be great. So, these spec scripts, are they yours or just they came in and your doctor's? I suspect. One for you. Apparently, there's one for me. That's it. These are all kind of kind of twisted remakes. This is a Robocop. Well, I like to think that my, my point of view is an art house take on blockbuster classics. An art house take on blockbuster classics. No, I like the Robocop. It gets into a fight with a bread machine. <laughs> well, I like to imagine that the bread, bread machine represents the futility of all human race. It's, it, it both eliminates the grocery store and makes us useless. Yeah, and it's bread. Oprah likes bread, so mm -hmm. I figured that, you know, at the very least, I could end up on her favorite things. Well, his avenging cousins, wheat could show up, or pretzel, you know, or whatnot. Like, yeah, These popsicles are very salty. Let's yeah. <laughs> Hello, Deirdre. <laughs> Well, this is the pond where father died. I come here to think and clear my head. Very peaceful. Especially the part where he drowned. <laughs> I noticed that area of the water never ripples. Ripples all around it, but as if that specific spot never ripples. I, I think that it's rather sweet that you have uh, tied a buoy and fixed it out in that location to commemorate your father's passing. Yes, and if you look closely on the buoy, it says this is where dad died. <laughs> You know it I made a little sign as a reminder if anyone comes to the pond and doesn't realize that someone died here. Johnston, I'm here to talk about another little sign of yours that I have found. All right, Deirdre. Which one? There's multiple. I'm, I'm referring specifically to the one that you discussed taking your own life. That's why I find myself back here at the pond. Which is why I unexpectedly found myself here at the pond because you're rather close and it's making me very uncomfortable. Do you want to die too? <laughs> more than you could possibly know. Really? Really. I grow weary of this mortal coil, wish to just but cast it off. Oh, wouldn't it be interesting to just off our entire family line? <laughs> Dad drowned. His son and daughter drowned at the exact same place that he drowned. There's something very Kardashian about the entire thing. <laughs> yes, I was going to go for a touch of Poe, but Kardashian is clearly the way to mm. go that. <laughs> we'll be in the news. Mm, yes, probably get shared a great deal on Facebook. Yes, we'll be a BuzzFeed. Be a creepy pasta. Fifteen families all killed in the same area of a small mill pond. Mm. Niece, nephew, I couldn't stop but wonder as I 
overheard you saying that you were thinking of not only taking your own lives, but that of your family as well, and I'm a member of your family. Do you wish to die as well? Interesting thought. However, what if we had a huge gala, a ball, a send-off of our family from this meager earth? And everyone could watch us die. Yeah. Well, we could lace the punch with cyanide. And yeah. kill everyone else. Oh, it would be a great joyous... And there would be dancing. And then we could push all of their bodies into the pond, and they could all die where Dad died. And we'll all be dressed in our finest, so we'll be able to save money on undertaking, and there would be dancing. And tea. And popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do so, Johnston, please don't right now. Well, I must say, I started the day thinking I would come out here and drown myself. I know. My dear sister Deirdre came down here, and we were going to drown ourselves together. I know. And now we have decided to basically murder the entire town, and the three of us will live. With dancing and tea. And popsicle. Hello, Francis. Hi, Stephanie. Or should I say, Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Was it funny last year? It's not funny this year. It's so funny, right around October. It's... Are you crying? I'm not crying. Kind of crying. I'm emotionally vulnerable, to my therapist say. Whatever. <laughs> I heard you tell people in the fifth grade that I was a bully. You Did are Did you say, I'm not a bully. I'm just a woman who knows what she wants. That's what my mom says to her, my dad. You're 13, you're not a woman. You, you think I'm 13? You don't have a, I have chesticles! You don't have a period? See, I have chesticles! You don't have a period! What? That, that, that's what's what, a, you know, shouldn't talk like that. That's what women's have. Whatever, pumpkin head. Women don't have periods. Yes, they do. Maybe, I don't know. Because then if they try real hard, periods become babies if they want them to. <laughs> Where do you learn that? Health class! You're in health class? I'm 13. If I'm 13, I should be in health class by now, and I don't even start health class I'm until 12 then. I'm 12 when I'm in health class. I must be gifted. <laughs> You're saying that if I have a period, and I really want that period to become a baby, it'll become a baby? Yeah, but you have to concentrate for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Not many women can concentrate that hard for that long. Who says that? Maybe I can concentrate. I can concentrate harder than you, Francis. I remember that your name is really Pumpkinhead it's, for a year. It's Francis. It's not Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead is a nickname. Francis. Pumpkinhead Boringer. You know why they call me Pumpkinhead? Yes. Because you stuck your head in a pumpkin during the pumpkin carving at the art club. It wasn't my head. It was my dick. It was this head. Whatever. <laughs> it was. Whatever. I was trying to get a pumpkin pregnant to prove a point. <laughs> you can't get a pumpkin pregnant because uh, pumpkins uh, don't have periods. They have pumpkin seeds. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to fertilize them. <laughs> have you ever seen how fish do it? No. They lay their eggs. Get off me. Fish comes by and he shoots his sperm and so on. Down, and the eggs grow, and then the mom cooks them out, and then become baby fishes. 
You got this in health class? It takes nine months for it to happen. You are so dumb. I'm just telling everything that Mr. Fergus said in health class. You're lying. No, if I'm lying, Mr. Ferguson is a liar. And it was your head, not your wiener. It was my dick. (laughs) It was my dick. The pumpkin had a triangle eye, a triangle nose, uh, eye, a circle nose, and then a mouth. And I put my dick in the nose because <laughs> it wouldn't fit in the triangles, and I didn't want to cut it on the mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. Twist it. Yep. All right. Sorry, I said I'd be quiet. You said you would fucking leave last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I even offered to buy you an Uber. I don't know why you're still fucking here. <laughs> Toasted. Would you like some toast? Me. I'd like some toasty buns. <laughs> Rodney, we need to talk. I'm, I'm realizing now that um, my intoxication last night, at least the level that I was perceiving at, is significantly more than I anticipated. And, um... Daiquiri factory! <laughs> As I believe I more accurately called it last night, it was the factory daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew we were going to have sex. That was when I knew I was going to regret this choice. Look, Rodney, Mm. like a sweet guy. I I am, but that's not my real name. (laughs) I'm so not surprised by that, even a little bit. You totally seem like a kind of guy that would have a fake name. I'm a total dick. I've noticed. (laughs) Um, This isn't going to work. That's that's totally cool. Okay. You're in my house. What, he's not leaving? He's still in your house? I'm pretty sure he's hiding in my closet right now. And that's not his real name. (laughs) I'm guilty. Shit for I'm this. sorry. Go ahead. Go back to. Uh, 
God. Can you not get me on the carpet, please? He's a guy that interrupted a shit. <laughs> he You're might right. be a keeper. He's <laughs> gotta be. He has to be at least one third magical creature. No human man interrupts a shit. Yeah, no, no man I know would ever interrupt a shit. I grew up with brothers. They would take the phone into the bathroom with them. When, when I plan dates with guys, I usually insert an hour for them to disappear to go shit. <laughs> Kelly, you might be fucking a magical creature. This could be really oh. cool. Oh, no, it's not, because it's, it's not like a fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, or a centaur. That would be fucking awesome. Oh, Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> oh, my God, hello. <laughs> Those abs. I don't, I, don't care, I don't care what kind of legs they're attached to. Those abs are good. Okay, so, but he's a gross little hobgoblin, and he's gonna take my kid if I'm gonna get anything out of him. Yeah, but if he is a magical creature, there's probably other magical creatures out there. I'm a Gorgon. Don't look at me! <laughs> yeah, you'll turn to stone if you look at me in the face. Are, are we talking the traditional application of the Gorgon, or uh, Stranger Things Gorgon? Uh, we're talking that. Clash of the Titans, Harry Hamlin. Okay, traditional. So. Got it. Okay. I, I can follow those rules. Yeah. I'm just going to turn this way. It's okay. Um, we can have sex from behind. That way you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm a big fan of doggy style, too. Great! As long as there's no mirrors involved, because that works too. I, I have a lot of body issues, so no mirrors in my house. I, I, I think this could really work out. I should point out, the lower half of me is snake, I have no penis. Hit the G spot. <laughs> what's uh, what's that? Sunlight. Yes. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, that goes to show you. 
consumed trying to achieve clitoris. <laughs> I should have got stock in Gatorade. Look at the beautiful colors of clitoris at sunset. There is a reason why this piece of art is treasured amongst the many in the world. Look at the vibrant colors. It's as if it vibrates right off of the, of the canvas. <laughs> Oftentimes I take a nap after I've stared at the glitters for a long time. <laughs> Of Wise Army Podcast in the can. 69, dude. 69. Shout out to Bill and Ted. I don't know about you guys, but I feel very satisfied. Mm -hmm. You know what? It was nice, but it was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. You have to be on vacation, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. You have to be in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Something. Something Um, As always, our podcasts are brought to you by the studio series at the Establishment Theater. Leslie, what's happening there? On Friday the 21st, you guys are in for a treat. This is one of my favorite shows of the studio series. And it is Caricatures. Oh, yeah. Yes. So uh, Rick Davis, who is a member of Comedy Sports Quad Cities, but also an incredibly talented man of many voices, takes his one-man long-form show to the stage. He does as many, oh gosh, so many voices interacting with one another, and it is a phenomenal show. I recommend anybody get a chance that can come see that show, see it. And that is Friday the 21st. And on Saturday, April 22nd, I hope you got a guilty conscience because it's your fault. And it's also the name of the show, It's Your Fault. It is a uh, power to the people show, as we like to call it. Basically, the audience dictates the cast, they dictate the games, they dictate everything about the show. From start to finish, they basically determine everything that's going to happen. Normal improv shows, you have like a structure or a format or teams are made or whatever. It's like, nope, this is just a come-as-you-are carte blanche, audience dictates it. And that way, if, if it goes bad... <laughs> a lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. And if it goes bad, it's your fault. Um, so that's our way of passing the guilt on to you. So that's uh, Saturday, April 22nd. And as always, those studio series shows are only $5. Five dollar dollar. cheaper than a movie. It mm-hmm. is. It really is. So uh, come on down to the establishment. 
uh, to check out one of those shows. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. We have 69 of these in the bag now. You wow. Nice. I'm ready for 70, boys. I am ready to break through to that 70 threshold, too. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Hear you in two weeks. You hear, hear us. us. In two you, weeks, unless yeah. you can to our house. I'll draw you a picture. Yeah, flow chart. You still won't. Just, just come listen to us in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll be here. Bye. Miss Tori. I almost said Amos. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird because that's what I was thinking. Right? I heard Tori Amos in my head. I'm going to improv and you're going to. <laughs> uh, both Tories are great Tories.